Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. And welcome back to Because She Chose. I am Camille McIntyre, your host. I'm so, so pleased to be here today to offer this amazing next 30 minutes of your time. I am with Stephanie Hodgins, and she is a sweet friend of mine that the Lord just brought into my life through, of course, the magic of social media and on Instagram. And some of you may already know her because we ran a, with Because She Chose group, a 21-day Daniel fast, I think it was a month ago now. And Stephanie's book was so integral in teaching us how to do this well. And let me just tell you a little bit about Miss Stephanie. She is passionate about helping people achieve wellness in every area of their lives and pursuing intimacy with God. She has a background in the fitness industry, a master's degree in nutrition and exercise science and worked in full-time ministry for over seven years. She loves creating effective systems and resources to help people achieve better health with a holistic approach to wellness. And Stephanie lives just north of Austin, Texas, with her husband and her three children. And of course, she is the author of The Daniel Fast Journey. Welcome, Miss Stephanie. Welcome. Hi, Camille. I just want to, you know, you to tell the people, of course, we're going to talk all the things about fasting, all the things about ministry and all these things. But I really want my ladies to, to know that they're speaking to someone that's flesh and blood, just like them, mm-hmm. that it's not that we are high and lofty and we, we're so perfect you have children, you have a husband. What do you do with your free time besides all the other things? What does that look like for you living in Austin, Texas? Well, free time is so precious, right? It's like not just lying around them. It's something you have to be definitely intentional about making that time. And so, you know, through the years, I had people tell me as your kids get older, it's not going to get easier. It's just going to get different, a different kind of hard. Uh, and I think that's true. And, and whether you have kids or you don't have kids in life, each season has its challenges. And it wouldn't be a challenge if it wasn't unexpected or it wasn't brand new. So those aren't things that we can necessarily plan for those exact situations. But as we go along, as we know God better, understand his ways better, it helps us to just be in a place that's more centered and despite what's going on around you, you know, because when you're little, it looks like constant diapers, lack of sleep, being up all night, um, having no time to yourself. And then as you get older, you start to come into all these challenges with your children of how are they going to spend their time? Do you put them in activities and run around all day or do you limit their use of electronics, which is constantly pressuring in on not only them, but us. And so the challenges just get different as time goes on. But what I will say I have found is not that nothing bothers me anymore, or like you said, I'm not above it all and beyond, Mm -hmm. but I have learned that seeking God is just all that matters. And being with him and being in his presence, it's really all that matters. And that's something I've even learned with fasting as well. And so just to kind of even go into that, it's like a lot of people Mm -hmm. are drawn to fast because they want an answer to a question, a breakthrough for a moment, 
a healing or a deliverance. And God can do all of those things. Mm. But the true treasure in it is when you're not just looking for a fix for that moment, because then you'll go into the next week and there's probably going to be something else. But when you are are really seeking the Father and you come into this new level of intimacy in your relationship with Him, just like you would with any person, you say, I know a lot about you, I think. But the more time that you spend with them, the more you uncover about them. And God is not a man. He's not a person. So our ability to um, even fathom His ways and His thoughts and who He is, it's a lifetime and beyond of just enjoying his presence and learning more about him. Oh, gosh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, as we talk about fasting and these other things, I really feel right now the word is like the father's heart is just he's crying out for his children, for time with his children. Amen. And we are so busy all the time, and we are fitting things into our boxes and checking our lists. But he is really calling us to say, just come be with me. And as a child, that's really what we need. That's what our children cry out for as well. It's like, just be with me. Put your phone away. Don't be distracted. I just want you to be with me. And that the Lord is calling us to the same thing. Amen. You're speaking something that I felt like I was up in the middle of the night last night. I, For some reason, I was tossing and turning. I woke up. And I was like, Lord, are you trying to say something to me? Like sometimes he he wants to speak to me or he wants me to pray in the middle of the night. It was about 1.30. Mm-hmm. And I felt like he was like, yeah, you need to come away. Because during the day, you're so busy with all the things. And even though I am, you know, infamous for saying, you know, your morning devotional time is so, so important. Even, even I, that runs away from me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'll wake up and I'm either I'm late or I'm like, oh my, or my mind is swirling with other things. And I don't quiet myself. So this happens to the best of us. None of us are perfect. That's why I wanted to preface it with, you know, who are we? We're not perfect mm-hmm. women. And, you know, in no way, shape or form do we have all our ducks lined up and in a row and and perfect, which is not. So I wanted these ladies to know, like, this is a messy life that we live. You know, it's it's busy. And God is desiring what you said is so, so important. God is desiring quality time with us. It's not just us saying, you know, oh, I need it. He's like, no, I know you need it. It commanded a day for you to be at rest. <laughs> but he's like, just spend some time with me. And like in the middle of the night, I'm hearing him say some things to me. I want to be open enough to hear him all the time, not just during a fast, but getting into that with why is it so important to fast? That's, I feel like that's the number one answer. You just hit it, bing, 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 <laughs> right on the on the nose for me. A lot of times I do that. I'll fast. I'm like, Lord, I'm struggling. Got a lot of things I got to pray for and I have these needs. I'm going to fast. But how important is it that we should just want to be with him, get to know him more, hear his voice clearer? I think that's something I came away with from your book. It's like, maybe we should just need to understand and know his voice better. I was thinking about, you said in the book about how it is countercultural for us to fast. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Why do you feel that is? Yeah, I think that culture is constantly giving us a message um, that you should be doing more. You can be doing more. You need to do it faster. You need to do it more efficiently. Being busy is a badge of honor. Everyone's constantly, you know, how are you busy, busy? And it's true. We are busy. We have packed our schedules because we have so much opportunity now. The amount of just resources, content, you could be 
watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts all day about how to do more things and even have more hobbies or go on more vacations to other places. It's just like this constantly mushrooming laundry list of things that we want to do or accomplish. So fasting calls us to the opposite. And yes, fasting is about giving up food, but I always encourage during that time, if you really want to get close to God and you want to hear his voice, and that is such a priceless experience, cut out all the other media in your life and the things you're listening to and consuming and just get in the word and get in his presence and be still Hmm. and do nothing. Because the good news of our gospel is that Jesus paid it all for us. It is finished on the cross. And so why are we in such a a frantic uh, hamster wheel to be constantly working our way to achievement and to approval and to be better? To really accept that gift that he's given us actually requires us to do nothing. And it's it's the Mary Martha story. Mary was just going to sit at his feet to worship him and to absorb everything that he had to give her, not to do. And so back to that busy badge of honor, it's very hard mm-hmm. in our world when people ask you, what are you doing or how was your weekend? If you say nothing, I wasn't busy. I just relaxed. I just, I just sat. I did a real Sabbath, an actual biblical Sabbath. You know, that requires us to push back against culture a little bit where we can question for ourselves, well, am I doing what I'm supposed to do with my time? Am I worthy? God says we're worthy. He says we already are. And so this Mm -hmm. fasting is about cutting away all the noise and the excess to really build up our spirit and to realize, you know, it says in Colossians 1 that, that God made all the things visible and invisible. And we're so aware of these visible things. We're aware of these tangible things that we can touch. But God has so much more for us than we can see, but we can't see all that he has and all of his kingdom and all um, he wants to give us unless we choose to say, hey, what's happening in this world right now, it's very temporary and it's not the end goal. So I'm going to put it aside for a while. And the more you do that, because I'll also say at this point, I've been practicing fasting, you know, for over a decade. And in the beginning, it was hard and temporary and the effects were pretty short term. And I won't say that it's easy now because that's another myth about fast. Fasting's not easy and it's not supposed to be easy. It challenges our flesh Um, and the enemy is going to do whatever he can to discourage you from doing it. Trust me Mm -hmm. on that. But the more that you start to separate from that world and draw closer to God and you taste of that heavenly goodness, right? And that's what God talks about is like tasting of heavenly things um, and Mm. not being hungry for that, that bread that's not going to last, but that living bread that we have through him. And the more that you taste of that, the more that you say, there's nothing in this world that can satisfy me and fill these deep places in my heart and my soul um, that are longing for intimacy with God, that long for joy and peace in any circumstance. And so the more that you get into that place, the more you're going to want it. And you're going to want the right kind of more, like not the more Mm -hmm. of always accumulating more things or racking up more achievements. It's going to be the more of God. Uh, 
Oh my goodness, I literally had our Wednesday Women's Worship yesterday, and you're speaking the very words that I said, (laughs) because we need more of him. I sang a song um, that we need a move. We need more of him is really what the song is about. Time and time again, the scripture says, Paul says, we're like, we look at ourselves in the mirror, and then we walk away and forget what we would look like. That's what we're like. It's like, how could we forget how sweet our time with him is? We're just human. It's just a flesh nature. (laughs) You know, so this is why we need people in our lives and communities like this and attending churches to remind us to come back to center, keep coming back. And that's why we fast. That's why I fast. It's not just for, again, like you said, you know, getting through and I need breakthrough and I need this and I need that. But it's really like, Lord, I feel distant. I feel cold. I don't have clarity. Mm -hmm. So all of those things are a result of having the world, like you said, just inundating us with all of the things, you know, whether it's Netflixing, (laughs) binging and, you know, all the things. What are some of the other things that I find my flesh constantly being drawn into? Um, Comfort food. You know, I, I, I love my... Freshly made chocolate chip cookies, you know, mm. I, my flesh is finding comfort in those things. And like you said, it's hard when you fast. Mm. It reminds you, like, the, the bread that I need, like you said, I need him. A man shall not live by bread alone, but by the, every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That's literally what he says, like, eat of me, eat my word. I love mm. it so much. And getting to the eating, <laughs> I was thinking about, for me, Daniel fasting is a little bit easier because I've done mm-hmm. other fasts, liquid fasts, things like that. It just feels nice. It feels like I'm cleansing my body. I'm getting healthier as well. It gives me clarity. You know, kind of that brain fog starts to lift. Um, I love all of those results of a Daniel fast. But in your book, you were talking about, there are some people that don't have your book, which we're trying to get people to get as much as possible because it makes it so much easier. For me, your recipes, that was crucial. So a lot of the women that were on the fast with me said that. They said, I needed this book to keep me on track. Mm-hmm. So as far as your ideas in the book, we'll just give them a little a little something about the choices and like the tips and, and things like that on, you know, if they're thinking about something like a Daniel fast, even explain what that is. Sure. Yeah. Because you have fasting and, I mean, well over 70 scriptures in the Bible that talk about fasting. And it's typically no food. When we're talking about biblical fasting, we're talking about no food. And so that is one form of fasting where you can do a water only fast. Um, you can do like liquids so that you're not eating, but maybe some smoothies and or fresh juice fast or broth, things like that. And then the Daniel fast is based on, there's two passages in Daniel, one in Daniel chapter 10, where he says for 21 days, he had no tasty foods. And then in chapter one, where he talks about eating only vegetables for 10 days. And so that's why you see a lot of times those numbers of 10 days or 21 days for fasting in general, or even the Daniel fast. And the Daniel fast is cutting out all meats, animal products. So that means eggs, dairy, alcohol, processed foods. So you're thinking just whole fruit, plant-based foods from the ground. And that would include vegetables, fruits, nuts and seeds, and whole grains, and the least processed possible. Now, the thing I love about the Daniel Fast, and this was one of my main reasons for writing a book on this particular type of fast, is that fasting is so intimidating for people that they're so much more likely to say, I'm just not going to do it at all. Or I'm going to do it someday, but then perpetually put it off because the idea of not eating at all is just really overwhelming and distressing definitely (laughs) for many people. And so the Daniel fast is a great way to start. It's good for extended fasting. 
Uh, and we have to remember too, when we're talking about fasting in the Bible versus fasting in our modern day, their diet was already so much more limited to what could be grown in their geographical area in that season mm-hmm. and what they had available to them versus you go into our grocery stores and it is just walls and walls of processed food choices. So even the way our bodies are conditioned to eat is very different. Um, and so going from a typical American diet to water only is a real shock to the system. Mm-hmm. And you know, kind of to to reference back what we're talking about too, we, your spirit with the soul living in a body. Mm. And those three parts are so tied together. And so as much as we want to strengthen our spiritual man, um, our body is impacting us and it's impacting the way we feel and the way we think and brain fog and our energy level and all those things. So just like you said, when you take out all the junk, and this is kind of a spiritual physical parallel, it's like you take out all the junky inputs that you're you're putting into your body, into your mind, into your soul, and you refill with clean, mm-hmm. uh, clean foods, water only, um, the word of God, putting yourself in an atmosphere of worship, you're able to displace, flush out, and start to reveal like more clearly what's going on. And that that's from a, a spiritual level, of course, but also from a physical level, your body will feel so much better. Um, and it sometimes takes a couple of days. At first, it may not feel so great the first couple of days as your body's making those adjustments. But when you push past and you get into that, you know, th- three day plus range for some, it's like five days plus, you are going to be astounded by how much better your energy level is when you are not eating all those junk Mm -hmm. foods. Absolutely. And it's like setting the table for the Lord (laughs) to show up and serve you what he needs to serve you Mm -hmm. because you're just clearing it off and you're just giving him a good baseline to work from. Mm, That's really good. All of those things, those are the reasons why I chose and I really wanted to do your book with the 21 Day Daniel Fast. I felt like it was a little bit easier for mm-hmm. people to understand and to grasp these concepts. I love the idea of just making sure that you are coming again back to center. The whole point of fasting, I, I love that you wrote all about that, that this is not just about picking and choosing and being so consumed with, all right, am I going to have rice? What am I going to have yeah. for my meals? You know, like yeah. it's not about that. It's It's more about you know, try not to focus. That's what I really took away with the book was try not to focus so much and be so consumed with what you're going to be putting in your mouth. I mean, because honestly, you could be just doing a liquid fast for this, yeah. but don't be so consumed. Let it be that every time that you f- even feel like a hunger pain, just say, all right, this is why I'm doing this. And let that bring your mind back to why you're doing this. I need to be close to the Lord. I need whatever it is, clarity. I want a greater understanding. I want his presence to be fully seen in my life. Whatever it is that you really feel that God is drawing you. Um, one of the things I thought at the beginning when we started to fast was, I told the ladies, let's try to, you may not even know why God is drawing you into a fast. There was one lady in mm-hmm. particular that was like, she said, I had never fasted in my life. I've been a Christian for a long time. But she had seen me talking about fasting in the last couple of years, right? Through the Because She Chose group. And she said, she really felt like, I think I'm going to try it. You know, I think I'm going to do it. And um, she had looked at your book and she was really saying, this is amazing. I, I could do this. I think I could do this. And it was just because a group of ladies decided 
let's try. We feel like God is leading us. So that's a big point for me is why do you think you God is drawing you into a fast? Why is this mm-hmm. something that's even on your mind that, oh, why do you think God is drawing you? Um, so I just asked them, just write down why you think. You may not know yet. I said, you might find out in the middle or at the end of the fast and God will be like, all right, this is why I want you to do this. But I think those were all really good questions, like write stuff down, get a journal. It's not just about what you're eating. It's important. I will give you that. When I was on the fast night and I got hungry and I was like, all right, I really have to be prepared ahead of time. Yeah. For the most part, it was all about trying to figure out, Lord, what are you saying to me? That's one of the two questions my husband and I are always asking people whenever we sit down with them is, what do you think God is saying to you? Mm-hmm. Whether it's through your scriptures or through the situation, maybe they're going through a, a crisis. What do you think God is saying to you through this? And then the second question is, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Now that you have these answers, now you're at the end of this fast. So this woman was like, she listed this very long story about what God had said to her. And I would love for her to, to share it with us, but she's a private person. But I said, I'm going to just have to tell everybody that what a bunch of breakthroughs you had on your very first fast and it being with us and doing your book, The Daniel Fast Journey. I was blown away by it. I w- was literally crying, to be honest. I don't know if people come to you and say that, you know, through buying your book or if they get in contact with you. There were so many ladies that were like, this was amazing. And I really needed this. And it was honestly, it was your book that helped them to make the decision to try it. You know, some of them were like, oh, I kind of didn't finish. Or I'm like, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. A number, does a number really matter? You know, do you feel like when God calls you into a fast and sometimes I'll be like, I'm going to fast for seven days. I feel like God's saying seven. And then at day three, I'm like, okay, I think I'm done. And it wasn't yeah. because I didn't want to fast. I felt like God had been speaking to me. I mean, have you ever done that before? And God will release you sometimes um, as you have pressed into him. And I think one of the number one things I always take away from fasting is it is so humbling. And David says that in the Psalms, he said, I humble myself with fasting and sackcloth. Because it just shows you, I really can't do this on my own, you know? And I think sometimes Mm -hmm. people, when they want fasting advice, they think, oh, you have the superhuman willpower secrets to help me crack this code. You know what? Most times I fast, I mess it up somehow. If that's eating Mm. something I'm not supposed to eat one day or, you know, whatever that looks like. So true. But I persevere. But I Mm -hmm. forget that and I move forward. I don't say all or nothing. Either I have to do this perfectly or I won't do it Mm -hmm. at all. No, God, um, he wants our obedience, not our sacrifice. So don't feel that you have to earn your approval with him or sacrifice enough and then he's going to notice you or then he's going to respond. That's not what it's about. And we've talked about that. But also just to your point about the fasting, the first time I did a Daniel fast, I spent so much time in the kitchen. Because I was trying to make all these new recipes and I was in my mind thinking like, this can't be right because I am like spending more time cooking than I do on a normal week. And the point really should be the time of prayer and the time of communion that we're spending with God. And Mm -hmm. so my goal with the book was to just make it easier for people. And what I learned along the way, some time-saving tips about batch cooking, preparing things ahead of time, uh, because I found so many people, this book kind of came out of my blog. And so many people Mm. were coming for this meal plan. The original meal plan I did was a seven-day one. Because when you start a Daniel fast with no resources, you're thinking, okay, I'll have oatmeal for breakfast. I'll have a salad for lunch. And then maybe a salad for dinner. 
or maybe a soup. <laughs> and then the next day you wake right. up, you're like, oatmeal, salad, soup, oatmeal. Salad. And then it's you're like, just I can't like, do this oh, anymore. No, this, you know, I can't handle this, right? And so right. I think it helps for people to just here are some different ideas of the things that you can mm-hmm. eat. Yeah. And just be prepared. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Prepare ahead of time because mm-hmm. you are definitely going to <laughs> um, go down the path of, all right, I'm done. I have no groceries left. Yeah. And now I have to go and figure this whole thing out. And it, you will definitely short circuit yourself. It's better to be prepared ahead of time. Absolutely. Definitely. But I'm going to just show the book because <sighs> for our viewers that are going to be able to see it later on, this is the book. I want you guys to go and find The Daniel Fast Journey and Stephanie C. Hodges. It's a fasting breakthrough for physical health, mental clarity, and spiritual growth. It was literally a godsend for so many ladies. So I just want to thank you for that, for just partnering with our group and saying, yeah, I'm behind you on this and I'll be praying for you. That was really special to us too. I, I, they knew that you were involved in it as well. So I just want to tell the ladies, where can we find you? on social media and Mm -hmm. also anything new, anything coming up that uh, you have maybe in the hopper. Yeah. So the best place to go is danielfastjourney.com. So it's just the title of the book, www.danielfastjourney.com. From there, you can find the book, lots of blogs, lots of resources, a 21-day devotional that you can get through email, also the social media links. Um, You can find me on social media at fitnowstephanie. And coming up, Something I'm really excited that I'm working on. And by the time you're listening to this, it may or may not be out, but um, we're putting together a five day course, a simple course on the basics of fasting. So that if you've oh, never fasted awesome. before and you just want to go before you dive in, get some basics. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be coming new in the fall of 2022. And so we're really excited mm-hmm. about that. But it'll all be on the website. That's great. Oh, I'm excited. That's the perfect time because I like to also do a fast sometime um, September or October. So that sounds really great. That sounds like it would be another good time for us to join with you. I'm excited. So Leah, our podcast host, I just want to say that she was a blessing to me. And she likes to say behind the scenes and she is with us right now. But she joined us as well on our fast. And I was so I guess, blown away by that because she's a sweetheart. And I know her just because this podcast and uh, she blessed me. So I just wanted to bless her and give her a little shout out because I was so proud of her for joining us. So we're clapping for you, Miss Leah. But thank you so much, ladies. Get on the website, get the book, take a look at her social media. You will be so encouraged. So we say God bless you and we are praying for you. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.